0: Hello and welcome to another episode of At Least You Didn't. I'm Annabelle Buckland. I'm Caroline Verdon. And this podcast is about all those
1: terrible, terrible, embarrassing situations that we've found ourselves embroiled in over the history of time. Uh, rather than keep them to ourselves and not tell another living soul, we decide
0: to share them with each other and with you. You are welcome. Embroiled. That's a great word. Sounds like torture. Much like this podcast. <laughs> We also love when you share your stories with us. So do keep those coming in on the socials. We are at At Least You Didn't on everything. We love hearing from you. We do.
1: Now, in case you haven't listened before, um, Annabelle and I will WhatsApp each other just during the week little At Least You Didn'ts that we've actually done. And when it comes to recording the podcast, we click record, read these headlines out, and then fill in the deeds. So coming up on this week's episode, At least you didn't underestimate your own girth.
0: Harass the wrong person. Or
1: introduce your parents to your boyfriend intimately.
0: At least you didn't. Have a crush on Mick Hucknall. Carpet burn your lady bits. At least you didn't show the coppers your tits. It could be worse. Okay, Caroline, at least you didn't underestimate your girth. So, um... This is already a sexy one, isn't it? Couldn't
1: be further from that. So in my house, as you know, um, in the basement of my house, we have um, a studio. It all sounds very posh. It's it's not. Um, but so I've got a studio with a big glass window that overlooks another studio. And, and a swimming this pool. Other st- <laughs> I don't have a swimming pool. <laughs> this other studio is very useful because... If I've got to like rush in and do a quick voiceover or something like that, I can shove the kids in this other studio. It is full of kids toys. It is soundproof, but I can see them through the glass whilst I'm recording something. Okay. It is very, very handy. So, um, we're always looking for new stuff and new toys and stuff to put in there. And, um, we. Got hold of, thanks to Facebook Marketplace, one of those tunnels that you can get that kids love. That you, they're sort of wire, a wire which is then being covered in fabric, um, oh, so you can yeah. squeeze it up so but it's you put, flat, so you can you, take it with you.
0: You make dogs run through them. You make dogs run fun. through them at crust. Some people do yeah, that exactly. for fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. exactly.
0: So um,
1: got hold of one of these and thought, you know what, I'm going to love it. And in actual fact. They were terrified of it. Yes, because they're not <laughs> chihuahuas. <laughs> and Arthur, who was maybe four at the time, just did not want to go through it. Like, just, no, mummy. I was like, honestly, it's fun. No, mummy. Um, and I tried hiding down one end of it and being like, you know, popping pop my face through and being like, come on, come through, come through. That didn't work. Um, I tried snacks. I don't know why I was so desperate for him to crawl through a tunnel. I really don't. But I tried snacks. Come on. Do you it these? really does sound yeah. like you are trying to train your dog. Yeah, um, uh, very unsuccessfully because he's <laughs> he said no. Um, so I thought, Do you know what, I am going to have to show him just how fun it is. Yeah, I
0: am going to have way. to show him.
1: It's the only way. Um, now, Rob, my husband, usually works from home, and usually that just involves him in his office, and that's it. And his office is in the back garden. So we don't really see him during the day. He poodles off into his office and jobs are good in. But on this particular day, it wasn't just Rob. who was outside. Uh, there were also two or three other people from his work and they were having these all-day meetings doing whatever it is that they do. So I'm inside trying to get some voiceovers done, trying to simultaneously entertain the kids. And I think, right, I'm going to show you how fun this is, Arthur. I will go through this. I will show you how much fun it is to go all the way through the tunnel and get out the other side. And I go for it. And... I go head first because obviously that's what you do. You know, your head goes in first, and you're in, you're on all yeah. fours in like a crawling position. Mm-hmm. And I started to go through it, um, and he runs to the other side so he can he can watch me. Go, mummy, go, go, mummy, go. And I'm like, yeah, this is so much fun. And I'm like crawling again, and I've got to the point that my shoulders are well and truly in, my bottom's not quite so thrilled about making it in. Uh it is it is somewhat a slim fit, shall I say. This tunnel not as wide. <laughs> when I looked at it, I thought there's a massive tunnel, I can get through that. Um and I'm trying to figure out what to do because I can't go backwards because I can't get my shoulders out, but I'm not doing a very good job of going forwards because I can't get my bottom
0: in from this angle. So and also I you can't the- you can't back out because you've got to show him, you've got, to, sh- you've got, got to show you've got to lead set an example to your your infant child that yeah you can you can go through the tunnel and it's going to be so fun It's going to be so fun and that is key Annabelle it's going to be so fun
1: so I'm here trapped and I think the only way is completely through I have to get my backside in so I manoeuvre my arms from being on the floor to shimmy 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 down by my side my chin is now on the floor I am lying there like a grub Annabelle like a grub that you see Trying to do like a fishtail thing, using my hands to pull the tunnel over my bum, using my legs to do some sort of weird butterfly swim stroke kick, just to desperately try and get inside. Basically like you see, like maggots wiggling around. I'm seeing mermaid.
0: (laughs) I'm seeing mermaid.
1: Nobody else saw that mermaid. All the while I'm thinking, I'm stuck, but I can't, I can't say that I'm stuck because this is meant to be the most fun in the world. So I'm going, oh, this is so fun, isn't it, Arthur? And Arthur's laughing hysterically. Mummy, mummy looks like a worm. And I'm pulling it down and I'm pulling it down. (laughs) And I managed to get to the point that my bum is in, my hands are trapped by my side, I am lying on the chin, uh, my toes are poking out of the edge. But I can do nothing from this position, Annabelle. I can't even move forward because... There's no room. I can't even wiggle my way through it. I am 100% stuck.
0: In a child's tunnel. In a child's tunnel. In a soundproof
1: room. In a soundproof room. And I can't even roll my way outside and say, Rob, can you help me? And say, Rob, I'm stuck in a tunnel. Because it's not just him in his office. There's like three or four other people out there. Somehow, and honest to God, I do not know how, Somehow I managed to get onto my feet, so I am at least up to it. And
0: <laughs> the only thing, but I'm still having to yeah, pretend I know that what it's it fine. Reminds me of. Do you know in Alice in Wonderland the caterpillar when he stands up on yes. his back legs? Yes. like one hundred
1: percent that, one hundred percent that. And so I'm stood up, and I'm like, "This is fun, isn't it, Arthur?" And he's starting to lose the um, the ability to see the funny side of this, uh, and he starts saying. Mummy, I'm hungry. Oh, mate. We are. I mean, Mummy's a very hungry caterpillar. Let's play the game. It's like that chapter of Winnie the Pooh when he gets stuck in the hole and the only option for him is just to not eat until he's lost enough weight to be able to pop himself out. Um, And uh, in the end, I think I have to go and send Arthur to go and get Rob because I I can't go out there myself. Partly because I can't actually see because my face is halfway down the tunnel. So I say to him, can you go out there and just say to daddy, could you come in and help mummy with some lunch? Because that doesn't sound too weird, does it? Can you come in and help <laughs> mummy with some lunch? um and i think you know he'll come he'll think that's a bit odd but fine i'll come through arthur will show him into the soundproof studio where i will be there like a giant grub uh and he will i don't know get some scissors out and cut me out or something like we will find a way to get through this anyway off arthur goes outside (laughs) he's left the door ajar so i can hear him say to daddy Ryan, we need some out with some lunch and then i hear rob walking towards me and I hear him still talking to the people that he works with about what do they want for lunch. Oh, he's bringing them all, Annabelle. He's bringing them all to come and have a look at the show that is God. Caroline. Stood there oh, no. dressed as a giant caterpillar, stuck inside <sighs> this absolutely, I mean, horrendous, horrendous. And the worst thing is, the worst thing about it is that he didn't need to get scissors and big machines or the fire brigade to get me out he literally just gently pulled it down and it went so now it looks like i'm basically a really weird
0: attention seeker and i've done it all on purpose see what i'm hearing is that you not only provided a business lunch for your husband (laughs) and all his (laughs) colleagues you also provided lunchtime entertainment they would have had to pay for that if they'd have gone elsewhere caroline what a lucky bunch. <laughs> this is the thing about you. You're so selfless. <laughs> At least you didn't harass the wrong
1: person. I like this as though they would have been a right person. I know. It just,
0: as you're saying it, I was thinking it does imply that I regularly harass people <laughs> on, a, on a daily basis. And just one time it happened to be the wrong person. Yeah, that's awkward. What's embarrassing about the story. <laughs> If there's one thing I always say, it's make sure you're harassing the correct person. <laughs> <laughs> so this was this was pandemic times. I think it was last summer. And um, I was out on a run. And I don't wear my glasses when I go for a run, obviously, because they bounce and around all over up. the place. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So when I am running, I'm, I'm ever so slightly visually challenged. When I'm yes. running. So I'll leave you with, with to, to ponder that as I continue with the story. <laughs> so I live around the corner from my friend, okay? She lives with her dad, her mum and dad. And my friend's dad is a very formal man. So he even refers to his children by their full names. He uses their, their first and second name when addressing them. And whenever I've been in conversation with him, he talks, he talks very fast. And he's very, very direct and to the point. And he's got a sense of humour, but also he's like ever so slightly terrifies me just a little bit. Okay. And I was going for a run with another friend of mine, a different friend. And I've got this kind of side to my personality that I really hate about myself, which is when (laughs) I'm with another person in my own sort of home environment, I just become a bit of a show off, Caroline. And I start to think I'm funnier than I am. So you, we were out on this... (laughs) All right, I'm allowed to say it you're not, <laughs> <laughs> and we're out on this run and bear in mind, we are I think we're still in lockdown at this point, but you're allowed to meet a friend it's 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 during the time that you're allowed to meet a friend outside for exercise, so I've gone for for a run with one other friend. It's a lovely hot sunny day, and I'm feeling a bit full of myself because you know I'm cool taking my friend on a run round my parts. You know, I'm giving them the tour and we see somebody running towards us. And, you know, because it's such a nice day, there's it's packed out there. There's loads of people out running. As this person gets closer, I realise this is my friend's dad, the one that I'm, you know, slightly, slightly <laughs> terrified of. And I try, you know, I try and have like little bits of banter with him wherever I can, but ultimately always end up feeling like I've made a tit of myself. <laughs> and he's running towards us. And I'm thinking, oh, great opportunity, Annabelle, to look cool. You've got your friend out with you, you're out for a run, and you're about to come into contact with someone that you know. Why not have a little bit of bants with your friend's dad? Really impress your mate, because I'm sure that's what is really going to impress them. And he's wearing shorts because, as I may have mentioned, lovely hot sunny day. So something just washes over me and I become this kind of camp TV character. And I just, the words that come out of my mouth, instead of being, hi, Bob, nice to see you. I go, oh, who likes short shorts? (laughs) Like you're somebody
1: straight out of the in-betweeners. Who likes (laughs) short shorts?
0: Yeah, and I was really like, oh. (laughs) Now, bear in mind, Caroline, I have never even said, I have never even behaved like this in front of my friend's dad once. I have never, ever said anything like that, let alone, you know, out in public in the company of somebody else when when he's out running, just trying to go about his daily life, you know, looking after his cardiovascular health, minding his own business. And what's even worse about it is that, as he was approaching, I got so excited and I'd gone, I'd, I'd said it two or three times in my head before I let it come out oh of my, my mouth, God. practicing it.
1: Oh my God. And then I got too excited
0: and I let it out. I realise now that I said it ever so slightly too soon because a couple of paces later, when he gets a bit closer to me, I realise that is not my friend's dad. No. That is a stranger I have never seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I have not only just indicated that i know him it's not like i've even just waved at him and said hi and could have passed it off as just being you know a friendly runner out in the community it's lockdown we have not seen each other for a while we're saying hello to everyone these days that would have been okay no no i had to make a slightly sexualized comment about the length of this stranger's shorts Oh my god. Did he say anything? I was mortified. I think he was too stunned. But as, you know, you know when things happen in slow motion. Yeah. And we're crossing each other's path and the realization dawns on me as we are kind of almost shoulder to shoulder. That's not Bob. 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 That's not Bob, that's not Bob, that's not Bob. And then I'm and then I'm literally looking over my shoulder as he's passed me and he is still looking at me absolutely bemused (laughs) as to who the hell this woman is harassing him in the street for wearing shorts i bet you men can wear whatever they want guys they can wear whatever they want and they shouldn't have to face (laughs) over-sexualized comments from perverted women in the street can we just say that now please it's it's gone on long enough <laughs> you could guarantee he was straight down to JD Sports to buy himself a longer pair. <laughs> I reckon he was there buying himself a second pair.
1: <laughs> we are just taking a, a momentary pause on the podcast because we had some well exciting news last week. We've been nominated
0: <laughs> for an award. I got my trumpet out especially for that. I love I love it when you get your trumpet out. Uh Oh, that sounds weird.
1: Um, so the award... <laughs> That's
0: what they all say. I uh, don't know what I'm referring to. The
1: award <laughs> don't is don't um, Best Podcast Series, which is crazy when you think about it, um, that you could give an award for a Best Podcast Series for a podcast that talks about accidentally pooing in skips and uh, falling in rivers.
0: Caroline, do tell us, who is the awarding body suggesting that we may be the Best Podcast Series?
1: It's the Lovey Awards, which is really exciting because it's it celebrates like the best in european internet podcast i mean
0: yeah that's right the best of the european (laughs) internet thank you very much not just the best of the uk internet not just the best of uk podcasts the best of the european internet and there's only two other ones in our category now um they decide on who wins their
1: award but they also have a people's choice award which we are up for but we need you to vote for us basically um if you head to any of our socials you will
0: find the link you can also just click the link in our show notes we'll put it in there it's so simple all you do is click it then you put your email address in it sends you an email to verify that you are who you say you are and that's it bish bash bosh you've voted for us you can sleep easy in your bed tonight exactly I'd
1: love an, a, a, a lovey in an awards cabinet. I'd have to get an awards cabinet, but I would love a lovey.
0: <laughs> also, what are we going to do? If we do get the award, Caroline, what are we going to do? Because there's only going to be one trophy. Cut it in half.
1: <laughs> we'll find a way. We'll have to Can fundraise for the cost of another one.
0: <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, we'll do, do a GoFundMe. GoFundMe. <laughs> We won't. We better actually win because otherwise this conversation will be very embarrassing. Won't <laughs> it just? Uh, please go and vote for us. We will love you immensely. I'm very much looking forward to this one, Caroline. Mm. At least you didn't introduce your new boyfriend to your parents. Pause. Intimately. Yes. And I can
1: guarantee you this is not what you think. Okay. Um. So I had been on a day or two with this guy and he wasn't we were not at the introduction to parents stage in any way shape or form however my parents are very needy and they were like, "Oh, come on, let's let's meet him. I just like to meet him." No, you're like you're on. It's been two, out of two dates. You are absolutely one hundred percent not me. Like he's not even my boyfriend, really. Like you're just like not yet. Anyway, um, they engineered a situation so that uh, we'd gone out for like a, a daytime date. And they engineered a situation that they just happened to be in the front garden doing some gardening at about the time I came home. So there was like a, oh, oh, hello, oh, one well, like an awkward wave from the front garden. And then that made it that, Cooey. yeah, it was hideous. It meant that there was that really awkward situation where I didn't know how to say goodbye to him because my mum and dad yeah. were there. So it was like a, yep, yeah, okay, thanks, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, speak later, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, bye, bye, yep, yeah, thanks, bye. It's truly awkward and truly horrific. And that should have been enough of it. However, uh, come, you know... Two hours later, my mum is already making jokes. Oh, should
0: I get a hat? Oh, you know, like oh, parents do. Why do they do that? Yeah. Why all of them do? I, the hat joke is done. Yeah. Just FYI to anybody who might still think that's funny. I mean, it's
1: not. I say this, but I can guarantee I probably already made that joke about Arthur. He's only six. So, um, so all that's going on. Anyway, quite a night in for us that evening. Quite a night in, and Lovely. I think it's probably a Sunday night. You know, when they put like those Sunday night dramas on the telly. And I am going back like 15, 20 years when Sunday night TV was yeah, a thing. Yeah, like heartbeat. Yeah, but when they used heartbeat to do like and um, like five parters, six parters, and everyone would sit down and watch it on a Sunday, like it was a it was a deal. It was a can't wait to watch it was this. A deal. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So we we sit down and we are all watching. We had dinner and we're just watching TV together. Um, and on comes this program. Now, the guy I had been on two dates with. I met him whilst I was working at a theatre, oh, and a creative, and he was acting in a play that happened <gasps> to be sexy the theatre. Yes, um, so well done, Caroline. Thank you very nice much. Work. I mean, it was it was short lived, uh, and this will explain why. <laughs> but no one can take it away from you. This will, I wish they would, um, because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I sat down with my parents to watch TV that night and I want to just clarify that the programme I was watching was like a police drama thing, okay? Okay. Just don't run away with what am I doing with my parents. It was a police drama, Sunday night, circa 9pm, 8pm, one of those jobs. And while all this police drama-y stuff is going on, you know how they like to have sideline stories? One of the sideline stories... Um, involved a character who, just going to be Frank Annabelle, liked to have a lot of sex. And that character, Annabelle,
0: okay, they're out there,
1: was played by that boy I had been on two dates with that my parents had met just hours earlier. I did not know this. He had not told me he was in this programme. Like, I had, it hadn't come up in conversation. And he is there, absolutely starkers. Like, it's embarrassing, isn't it, watching just couples kiss on telly when your parents are around.
0: Yeah, the worst. So not only is he playing a character that likes to have a lot of sex, but that character is physically having the sex on the screen in the show. In the show. In front of you and your parents. In our lounge. Um, And it
1: was excruciating when he did it the first time. But I can tell you this character, played by this boy, (laughs) did it three times. In one In one hour. I mean... What a stallion. (laughs) Um, However, um, there is nothing that will kill the passion in a relationship. And by that, I mean, just send it dead ice cold. Than your parents having watched the guy that you thought you did fancy having a bit of... And so I never saw him again (laughs) because it was too weird. What,
0: because of that? Because 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 of that? Don't make it like that was a small thing, Annabelle. That is a massive thing. You don't want to watch your... Yeah, but in a way, Caroline, it's almost like try before you buy. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about my mum and dad. It was awful. Yeah, that's not
1: very... Uh, that's not Nobody wrong, needs romantic, that. It? Like, should have warned me, should have turned the telly off. I mean, I'd have been quite happy to watch it by myself. But I mean, mum and dad didn't need to see it, you know? <laughs> At least you didn't. Have a crush on Mick Hucknall. Carpet burn, your lady bits. At least you didn't show the coppers your tits.
0: It could be worse. Thank you for listening to the old podcast this week. Well done you. That's an achievement. I've enjoyed this week's. And also, I feel like I probably should have said this at the start when we did our intro, Caroline, that I'm in a room with some very old central heating. (laughs) And it does sound almost like something behind me might be on fire it sounds like you could be in the pits of hell toasting marshmallows (laughs) with all my friends (laughs) Uh, please do as you
1: said earlier on uh, vote for us if you get a chance in the lovies awards we would love to win there is uh, a link in the show notes and also across all of our social media you can find the link there too Uh, coming up on next week's episode at least you didn't fail at sexting get a bit creepy on the coach, or try to be a domestic goddess.
0: Mummy's a very hungry caterpillar.